All right, Richard. So before we went to that break, I asked you to think of a case study for us. Have you come up with one? I have. In fact, I can make it easy for you. I could do it across all verticals. How does that sound? So it applies to every account that I have. I always have an answer for that. A couple things we can do. The first thing is there are certain words that you have because the vowels in Spanish and English could give away. So we write certain words out phonetically for them, even though they need to know how to spell it properly, that can eliminate any sort of confusion or any sort of guessing. The second thing is, let's say for an example that we're representing a company that's out of Chicago in a certain suburbs. What we like to do with a lot of the times is just take a Google map right around the block and just to see the local pizza parlors, the parks, the churches, and what's going on around there. So instead of just giving a specific direction, we can talk about Mike's Pizza, which everybody knows more than anything. And finally, we, we have to ensure that if people do follow up or even subcategory questions, that we need to have every single sort of vocabulary for that account. Doesn't mean that we need to have it memorized, but we should have a glossary of terms. So just if something comes up, we're skilled enough to say that's an excellent question, Dave, and we could look it up while we're answering that question for you. Many people are capable of doing that. So as long as we're on a level playing field and we're given all the resources to, as you say, make it assume, like we're in the United States and we know what the shore is and cheese fries and things like that, then uh, maybe tell us a couple more local flavors that we have or things that we should be aware of. And those are the sort of calls that we make to the people where it sounds like we have more in common with them and we know where we're going. It's a simple example, like what we're calling businesses, instead of just saying, how are you? A lot of the times we'll ask, hey, how's Costa Rica's call center doing today? In the tens of thousands of calls I've analyzed, we find that company name spike technique by asking about a company or organization. A lot of people have responded with, you've been here before, are you an alumni? Sounds like you know where you're going. You can parlay that with an extension or a person's name. And so you're riding on that sort of high familiarity and they'll be able to transfer you over. I always believe that lying on the phone is not ethical. I'm not saying I'm lying and I'm not saying that we're being slick. There's nothing wrong with being clever. And as long as you say a person's name a certain way or a company's name a certain way with your anonymity, they can kind of maybe reduce the fact that you're a telemarketer or you're selling something and you make a different sort of first impression approach. And so these are the sort of things that enable us to prolong our conversations to at least increase our odds of a conversion ratio. I could give you 50 tips and tricks today, but we don't have as much time to go over that. But I think the most important thing, my, my friend Dave, and thank you so much for you and your audience's time, is that I think the first 30 seconds of the phone call is ideal. You need to, once again, not be egocentric. You need to put that company first. And by saying their names and being polite to those that answer the phone and making sure that they get credit when you are transferred or given you information, and you should especially do that when you do a follow-up letter because you're probably separating yourself, Dave, from a thousand other people. And I've had the secretary or gatekeeper say, you know, thank you very much for that positive escalation. I got a raise or I got acknowledged or it just made me feel good. After 30 years, you're the first person to say that. So of course they're waiting for my call to transfer it for the close. And I believe in Wu Wei. Why have resistance? Do at least resistance. Allow the wind and the current to take you. So any sort of friction enforced 
motion is not natural. I think that if I can gain their confidence in the beginning and show very nice uh, reserved side where I can still close a deal, but I'm not gonna do it like you see in the movies. I can, but that's out of character for me. And if I'm looking to have long-term relationships with people, it's not a one and a done. I wanna get referred. I want Dave, you, and my network together to grow as well. And as I say before, coming on your show today, I, I wanted to share with you certain things that enabled me to be in business for 14 years and running this call center. If I were not able to do these sort of baseline ethics, morals sort of phone calls for my clients, this would have never worked out. And um, if anything of nothing, taking that away today is that if you, if you reject more than you accept, if you stand tall to your beliefs and you do things to make your great-grandparents proud, you're going to preserve, you're going to last, you'll have the endurance, you'll make it through the tough times. Because those are the times you look in the mirror and you ask yourself, is this still worth it? Well, it is worth it. I have a luxury trade. This should have never happened. The fact that I'm here in Costa Rica for 21 years and I have a company with my wife after 14 years, it's a long shot from Northeast Philadelphia. So I smile every day. I've learned to do that. And I've learned to give my agents dignity and to know every single one of their names and to break bread with them. And I have the largest collection of pinball here. When you visit me, you'll see. So it's free play. They can play pinball with me. Go to the Pac-Man machine. Make yourself comfortable here. Because that's my goal in a call center environment, which is a grind, is, is to be the opposite. This is not a boiler room. This could be a career for these young men and women. They could build it like me. And if I could be the last boss they ever have, maybe, when they move on, they can know every agent's name and keep that sort of tradition that I have, Dave. That's terrific. I love that.